Thank you for plugging into this Family Life News podcast, streaming issues-driven, family-focused news. Welcome back to another edition of Real Answers. It's Wednesdays on the Noon Report that we tackle the tough issues facing Christians and Christian families with licensed mental health counselor Christopher Anderson. And I'm sure we can all benefit from today's discussion. You want to help us cope with the busyness of the season and stay loving toward each other. Yeah, how about that? And I'll tell you what, I, I can definitely relate. I mean, I need to make sure I practice what I preach on this one for sure. So let's jump right in. What statistics do you have? Definitely a good place to start. So get this, Greg, the American Psychiatric Association reports that 46% of adults worry about being able to afford the holidays gift giving activities and moms are actually more likely than dads to be worried about it. Um, it's 61% moms versus 47% dads. Again, this increase, it translates into increased trips to the store, spending more money online. And, and you know, Greg, there's another really interesting statistic as well. And that's 45% of Americans that are involved in gift giving during the holidays. They report that ho- other holiday shoppers are actually the root of their stress during the holiday season. How about that? 45% of us. I would imagine that a big reason for all of that stress is we're adding all this shopping, the gatherings, everything else that happens into an already jam-packed schedule. You know, we are. You hit the nail right on the head, Greg. And if you think about it, during the year when we're not in a holiday period, we're already packed with activities, especially if you have kids. So then the holidays come around and then all the unrealistic expectations that go with that from all the different sources the kids have, the in-laws, church activities, you know, et cetera. It's easy to understand why the holidays have increasingly become more of a burden to people and, and unfortunately less of a joy. And, and again, that's what these statistics are showing. One thing you wanted to emphasize was married couples. Yes. How can married couples navigate through this time of the year without negatively impacting their marriage? Well, Greg, communication is so important, and it really is communicating about the expectations. This is really key here, and it's you know it's a really good time to sit down with your spouse and discuss you know what the next thirty plus days hold. So have your calendars in hand, and make sure you're both using a calendar. And, you know, make this a habit because it can be used in other times of the year as well. If you have an electronic calendar, make sure you both have access to it. And then come up with a plan, listen to each other's concerns and develop some mutually agreed upon uh, limits to spending and, and mutually agreed upon realistic expectations about activities. And then maybe even think back to previous years when you felt that the season ended with unf- unfulfilled expectations or hopes, you know, make and then make adjustments for this year. You know, if there are a couple of things that you'd really like to actually do this year that keeps getting pushed aside in previous years, then make those a priority but make sure you discuss this and share your reasons for doing so with your spouse. You know, you may need to shift some priorities or even cut out some unnecessary activities. And then, of course, be willing to sacrifice for each other. And of course, be aware of your financial situation and be open and willing to putting limits on spending. Try to bring the focus back as much as you can back onto Christ. I mean, that is what we say is the reason for the season. Spend more time with relationships and engaging others in, in relational activities and maybe de-emphasize the gift giving a little bit. And then, of course, to help make maintain a good level of, of relationship with your spouse, be playful and use humor in your activities together, even when you're doing things that are very busy, you know, wrapping gifts, shopping, preparing for holiday gatherings, you know, just try to make it a playful time with your spouse. 
And a big one is don't delay. Be aware of your own tendency to procrastinate and understand why this happens. Um, part of this understanding, Greg, is understanding when you're the most productive during the day. And what I mean that is understand your own energy schedule. You know, when do you feel that you're going to be able to get the most accomplished? And then take those tasks that might require more energy and schedule them during those times that you believe you will be more productive. You know, I'm a working parent myself, so is my wife. And so we both realize that in the evenings after we get the kids down and we've had long days at work, we're both, we're wiped. So we're not going to try to do a lot of heavy duty activities in the evening, but we can be aware of some things that are easier to do, such as maybe throwing on a Christmas movie and, and wrapping gifts together. Okay. But again, that's something else that requires some communication. So communicating with your spouse this time of year is huge. You want to make sure that wives and husbands do well, but what about the rest of the family? What mm -hmm. can people do to make sure kids don't get lost in the shuffle? Yeah, and there's a lot of shuffle that goes on this time of year. That's for sure, Greg. The temptation is to you know plop the kids in front of the TV or another screen, which will allow you to get more done. You know, I'm guilty as charged at times on that one. But while I'm not saying you should cut out all screen time. I am saying that this should be limited. And of course, be aware of what your kids are watching. One of the things that my wife and I will do is we'll actually divide up Saturdays to include time for each of us to get some things done while the other one is actually spending time with the kids. Or sometimes I will take our kids to my parents or my wife's parents for a portion of Saturdays. Um, then, of course, Sunday is time for church and then more intentional family time. Include them in the activities as well. All right. So include them in doing things that can be still be accomplished even with your kids helping because we know that sometimes helping really just maybe actually a little not helping you to get things done when they're trying to help but what activities can you include the kids in you know decorating or baking cookies or things like that um, you know decorating cookies that type of thing so that way you're keeping the kids involved and you're spending meaningful and quality time with them as well you want us to extend more grace to each other during this time of year as well and just being more aware of the challenges of the season and the busyness, that can really help with extending that grace. It does, Greg. And, and I'm sure for parents with younger children, you know, getting them to bed on time can free up a little bit of time in the evenings. And yeah, it's such a good point. And, and I'll tell you what, bedtime rituals can go on for far too long if you're not careful. So talk to your spouse about how to shrink that down. It'll take kids time to adjust them. You know, if you need to make adjustments to their routines, it'll take time for them to get used to it. But again, be aware of what activities you and your spouse can accomplish to reduce your, you know, during times of reduced energy levels. And maybe it's just sitting down on the couch, spending time with your spouse, playing a game, writing a few cards together. Some timely help. And I trust that folks who take your advice will find the month of December a little bit easier. Our guest today, Christopher Anderson, is a licensed mental health counselor. He joins us on Real Answers, the Wednesday news feature online and on the air on Family Life and on our podcast page, too. I'm Greg Gillespie. This is Real Answers from Family Life News. <music>